Hello, everyone, and welcome to the third installment of the Metric Minute, brought to you by Vault Performance. I'm Kareem Durkawi, and this episode covers eccentric duration, a metric that analyzes counter-movement jump strategy and helps measure fatigue. Simply stated, eccentric duration is the time an athlete requires to descend from an upright standstill to the lowest point of the squat before jumping up. This metric is valuable for many reasons. Since relatively considerable force is required to decelerate body mass speeding downward, some heavier athletes descend slower to extend the eccentric time and minimize the braking power required. This strategy is also a hallmark of athletes with injuries or others with low eccentric strength or rate of force development capacity. Another use for eccentric duration is in fatigue monitoring. As mentioned, significant braking power is required if an athlete drops quickly for a jump. A longer eccentric phase will reduce required braking power and give the athlete time to muscle through the movement rather than explode upward. The take home message is that eccentric duration informs us about movement strategy and compensations that occur when an athlete's fatigued or injured. Forced X can determine duration, velocity, as well as braking power during the eccentric phase, in addition to squat depth and many other key metrics. We will discuss all of those in future episodes, but for more information, feel free to reach out to us at Vault Performance. Thank you very much. The world of strength and conditioning is filled with some awesome practitioners who are always trying to evolve and continue to grow professionally throughout their career. The problem with many of us, though, is finding a new outlet, a new way and a new perspective on the questions that we may have, whether it be programming, whether it be situational with dealing with coaches, or whether it be career advice. Because all too often what happens is we get stuck in with the same group of friends and the same group of colleagues that we reach out to for advice repeatedly over and over again. But what we should really be looking for is different perspectives, different people who have been through different situations who can help us make better decisions both for ourselves and our athletes. And one awesome place to start with that is the forums in the Strength Coach Network. In the forums in the Strength Coach Network, you'll be able to reach out and get feedback, input, and advice from coaches from all over the world from everything from career advice to training modalities to programming, there's people there just for the same reason as you are, to try to get better, to learn, to share information, and to grow the field of strength and conditioning. So hop on over to strengthcoachnetwork.com slash CVASPS, that's strengthcoachnetwork.com slash C-V-A-S-P-S, to dive into all that great content today and get your 48-hour trial for only a dollar. I look forward to seeing you in the Strength Coach Network. Hey, what's happening, everybody? Jay DeMeo coming at you with this week's edition of My Thoughts Monday. And, yeah, the last two have been back out walking. You know, after Daniel gave me some props for it and I hadn't walked in a while, I figured I should get a couple of these done out walking. If, you know, that's kind of my calling card, I guess I should keep it going. But, you know, this is the third installment of these kind of big lessons big takeaways so far through COVID. You know, the first one, again, just a quick review, was the whole idea, right, that our purpose is super important and finding a specific purpose has really helped drive me to be better and to, to push and to bring people together and to work more as a team and a unit, not just with our staff and my colleagues in that aspect, but with the entire performance staff with Sportsmen sports psych, trying to, trying to be better all around. So that was awesome. But then the issues that came because there were situations that arose where there were alterations that were 
somewhat demanded by sport coaches came, you know, it, it, it came as kind of a tough blow. But really what it taught us was first that sport coaches just might not be ready for some of these things that we've been talking about when it comes to metrics and monitoring and the uniqueness of some of these, you know, programs where we're trying to progress in a different manner where it's not quote unquote the way we've always done it. Right? I mean we can get into that quote in a whole nother talk, but that'll be for a rainy day. But the last one is kind of one where we turn around and we point the thumb a bit. It's a lesson that came completely and totally tied in with that. And that is a simple statement that I think that all too often we, we, we kind of overlook, misinterpret. You know, and in the last episode, I talked about the role of the monitoring system, right? And that is to drive better discussions and to lead to more educated decisions. If it's driving better discussions and it's leading to more educated decisions, the thing that needed to happen before that, or a byproduct of the two of those, is having better and appropriate questions. And this third lesson is one that I think kind of hit home in a conversation just today during fellowship. And for those of you that missed the other ones, fellowship is when our performance staff trains together. You know, I, we don't all do the same thing. We just work out at the same time, try to solve the world's problems. Some we do great, some we don't. But anyway, during today, it was kind of the focus. And that is that we all too often look at these systems, look at these programs, look at these devices, whatever it may be, because we want to answer question X for a team. We want to answer question Y about each individual athlete. And then we get upset when the coaches are like, meh, okay, but it doesn't matter. And that's because <laughs> the wrong person is asking the question that we are trying to answer. We are trying to square peg some round holes. If we're sitting there and we want to do readiness evaluations, whether it be RSI with a drop jump, or RSI mod with uh, force plates like we're lucky enough to utilize with force decks. If the coaches don't care whether or not the athletes have a high level of trainability that day and they're going to do what they're going to do, you going in with a pretty chart that's all different colors and each kid's pictures there, and some are red, and some are green, and some are yellow, they, they're not going to give a shit about that, because today's supposed to be this day, and we're going to do it. If you're sitting there telling them, or trying to help them understand the idea that you probably shouldn't have 
identical practices all the time because of monotony or strain and you need to have variation. There needs to basically be a higher day or a harder day and a low day or an easier day. And you show them all that stuff and you talk through the week and they're like, yeah, Monday, Wednesday, Friday are our harder days and Tuesday, Thursday are our easier days. And whether you use RPE or heart rate or IMS or some other GPS metric, and they're all the same. If they don't care and they didn't want to understand how their practices were going, why would we think for a second that they were going to change their practices, right? We are trying to ask questions for people that aren't ready to ask the questions. We're trying to ask questions for people that don't even know those questions exist at times. And then we're turning around and getting upset when people aren't willing to listen to the answers to the questions that they didn't even know existed. How insane does that sound? Like, seriously. Like, we're sitting here getting mad at a group of people who don't understand that they don't understand what they don't understand. Now, if we go back to the last episode, my last little rant there, yeah, dude, I don't think they're ready for it. Because if they can sit there on these meetings and be on, in these committees and not follow any of these steps or follow any of these protocols or truly have any belief, I guess, in the program, even though through the meetings they know that it was very successful with the teams that did it before them and it built them into their exact progression so they could be ready in the same amount of time to do the work they were trying to do at that point. Why would we think for a moment that we would be able to have, to have a massive impact in their realm? Listening to myself say that out loud, I, I'm like, that's wild. Like, we are tripping like there's no tomorrow if we think that. We sit here. We, strength and conditioning coaches, sports medicine practitioners, physical therapists, nutritionists, sports psychologists, everyone in the performance realm sits here and says, and says, and you have said this. Doug, I've said this like a, a trillion times. They don't know what they're talking about. Who are they to come into my weight room and tell me how I'm supposed to train their athletes? Well, I'm 5'9", 195. I ain't never played high major basketball. But my coaching staff, most of them did. And we're sitting there saying this about them. Well, we don't say what tell them what we they should do a practice. Yo, uh, when you're sitting there trying to dictate readiness, trying to talk about training load, trying to talk about all those things, that's exactly what you're doing. So we're doing the same things 
that we sit there and we chirp at each other about and say, they shouldn't do to us. We're trying to do to them, albeit, I can hear you right now, yeah, but we're trying to save them from themselves. I get it. I'm with you. 100% with you. But they ain't ready. Again, if they weren't ready to baby step their way through a six-week progression to return to full practice, how in God's green earth can you think that they're going to be ready to sit down and look at day versus weekly loads and how the next three days should be planned out? How? Now, would this have been a great time to try to help and teach them that? Yeah, probably. During the COVID stuff, probably was. Because who knows what anybody else was doing, right, during all this time. Mostly, we just assume everybody was sitting around doing a bunch of Netflixes, right? But I think we missed that boat. Is this something that, like, people do at a really high level and find better ways to communicate with people? And again, try to not just provide information, but drive meaningful, positive behavior changes. Yeah, they do. And we need to learn better from them. And we need to take more from them and start there and work our way out. Well, or at least that's my opinion of where we need to start. So, starts with cleaning our house, making sure we're taking care of them where we are, building them better, more resilient, stronger, faster athlete, and taking things back so that they're ready to practice, and then building meaningful, positive behavior changes. And then hopefully, as things progress, moving further and further into assisting them. But they have to be ready to do that. And unfortunately, our young profession may be driving a million miles an hour, like some of these cars that are whipping by my head right now, into the 21st century, and even into the 22nd century, with how in-depth we're looking at metrics and things of that nature. But that doesn't mean the sport coaches are too. So, keep up the good fight though. Keep fighting to find your purpose. Keep pushing to be better. Keep pushing to do better for the kids and the coaches. But keep understanding also that you can't force someone to be ready for something that is so unique and such a big change from what the norm is, or at least what the norm has been for them. So those are my three big takeaways from thus far from COVID. Uh, would love to hear your thoughts on these three. Would love to hear if you guys have had anything unique or different or what your thoughts are with all of it as well. And as always, truly appreciate everything you all do for us here at Central Virginia Sport Performance. We'll be back next week with another My Thoughts Monday. I will see you then.